You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. Everybody, welcome in. Welcome in to another edition of The Sizzle here on <laughs> Iron Skillet Radio, Iron Skillet Television. Look, Jay, we've got a lot to talk about. we got to pack it in real quick. We want to give the people something really hot, really fast, really fresh, fresh off the presses. So first of all, let me say what's going on to you tonight, Jay. Man, I'm good, man. I'm feeling good. Got a little basketball out there today. I, I got all the sports going at one time, man. I'm getting the sports overload, so I'm enjoying it. Okay. So with a sports overload, you know what that means. When we're talking about a lot of sports, that means it's time to talk about the hot five and five. Yeah. All right, Jay, let's talk about it, man. Hey, the White Sox are in number one in the Central Division. Now, I know tonight they got beat up. Their number one prospect got shellacked this evening, but they are number two on the power rankings and the White Sox are headed to the postseason the first time yeah. in 12 years. What are your thoughts on the White Sox as they move forward in the MLB season? You know, they've been averaging six runs in their last 30 games, man. They're just a natural powerhouse, man. You know, they have uh, – uh, they're just ranked third in, third, third in the league, man, with a uh, 345 ERA. They've just been fantastic. They've been playing well. They deserve to be where they are. I'm just hoping they can keep up the pace, man, and, and possibly bring a championship to the South Side. Look who's on the board. Look who's on the board. Big Albert Pujols passes the incomparable Willie Mays today. You know, he's been doing it a long time, a lot longer than I thought. So Pujols passes Willie Mays with 661 career homers. <laughs> so he's moved into fourth place I mean, it's a magical run he's had in his career with a 6-2 win over the Texas Rangers. Jay, what are your thoughts on Pujols passing Willie Mays? You know, it's amazing that he's got to this point. The longevity of his game, he's 40 years old. Now he's only trailing, I think, uh, Hank Aaron and Barry Bonds. It is probably Babe Ruth and uh, Alex Rodriguez. So, I mean, he's up there in the elite espion of uh, great home run hitters, and uh, just glad to see he's able to keep doing it. The Blackhawks are, oh no, they're not starting. That's right, because they're not playing right now. But they will be playing again, hopefully sometime soon. But yeah. who may not be playing with them is longtime announcer, coach, and longtime Blackhawk, and that's Eddie Olchek. Could Eddie Olchek be leaving the booth next season? You know what? That's what they say. And I'm really going to be sad to see, or hit, see that because he and Pat Foley are really one of the great duos that we have in Chicago uh, broadcasting right now. And those guys together just go together like peas and carrots. And so I'm going to miss Eddie not being up there anymore. All right, Jay. Hey, there was a game last night, and I'm not talking about Thursday night sleeper football. I'm talking about the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. Oh, it looked good for Boston. They were running, they were gunning, they were shooting, and then they were stopping. As yeah. they were making their push through three quarters, they were doing their thing until the Miami Heat came in and erased a 13-point deficit at the half, went in and took the league, shut down the uh, highly favored Celtics, and they're looking yeah. already to sweep. Jay, do you think that Miami can sweep the Boston Celtics? I don't know if they can sweep, but I know I predicted a couple of shows ago that this Miami Heat team was going to go up 3-0. I look pretty good right now. Gordon Hayward better make an appearance. And from what I understand, Marcus Smart is tearing up chalkboards, but he needs to be tearing up the basketball floor. Yeah, we're going to talk about it a little bit later on in the show when we talk about the Lakers and what's going on and the gridiron and we talk about basketball. We're going to talk about the hardwood, but we're – specifically going to talk about what's going on in Boston. But before we can get there, we've got to talk about what just happened. <laughs> on the Hot 5 and 5, bringing you the hottest takes, the freshest takes, the fire from what just happened. Hey, Jay, the Lakers destroyed the Nuggets. It was a Trava sham mockery. It was yeah. an ockery, a Trava, and a sham. It was a Trava sham mockery. Those of you who know the sizzle words understand what a Travis Shamockery is. So, Jay, do the Nuggets have any hope in this series? 
They have a lot of hope. I'm telling you what, that first quarter, they looked like they were going to be able to do something. But uh, Superman came into the game, and he ain't played like that in three or four years. You have Rondo throwing dimes all over the place. If those two play like that, they're going to they're going to go eight zero and just run right to the championship. We'll see what happens in game two. So okay, let's talk about it a little bit more. Let's talk about Lakers Nuggets. You know, we've got a few minutes. We're going to discuss what we just saw and what our thoughts are of the game that we just watched. A really highly anticipated Western Conference Finals. So. Right now, Jay, you're looking at the Nuggets being in a deficit and a hole. Now, this isn't new for the Nuggets. This is something no. that they've had to battle through their whole time in the bubble. So they've been down 3-1 before. This is the third series they've been down starting out the gate. Are you worried at all about the Nuggets and where they're going as far as what you saw tonight? I'm a little worried about it, uh, i tell you the truth, because that was the best I've seen that L.A. Laker team look in a long time. If they play like that, nobody's got a chance of beating them. You got Dwight Howard coming off the bench. You got uh, uh, JaVale McGee. You got all these guys, and you got AD. I mean, it was too much for the Joker to deal with from the beginning. But what I'm thinking, what I did see, though, that the Lakers really didn't explode and get away from them until late into the fourth quarter. So what I'm thinking about right now is that if they can figure this out a little bit and they could, um, and Superman, uh, all of a sudden doesn't take off his cape and he starts playing like Lois Lane, then we might look and see a situation where it might turn and go differently. So uh, I would just this, – this is the best I've ever seen the Lakers play in a long time without having even to use LeBron James, who is actually amazing. Yeah, the 126-114 game win has – it's a different ring to it now. I guess there's a different tenor and a different tone because now you're talking about the Western Conference Finals – now you're talking about everything on the line right now. Yeah. And we talked about that before, and I think we talked about it maybe yesterday when we were talking about the Lakers would have to pull in the bench and start using those reserves. And I think you called it specifically and said they're going to have to use JaVale McGee. They're going to have to yeah. use uh, a, a Dwight Howard. You can't keep Anthony Davis on Joker the whole time. But what do you do with an Anthony Davis right now if you're any team looking – at a shortened season, really as a reboot, as a shortened season, how do you curtail, how do you stop? Because as you just said, it's not LeBron James. It's Anthony Davis that you have to deal with. So how do you deal with a matured and seemingly focused Anthony Davis? You don't deal with him. Here's the problem with Anthony Davis. He's probably one of the most unstoppable forces in the league once he gets going. So the thing you have to do with Anthony Davis is that you're going to have to body him up. You're going to have to get him off the block. You're going to have to run some people off the bench at him and play him uh, by committee. you got to get that guy who's 8th, ninth, 10th on the bench and come out there and bang on Anthony Davis a little bit. you got to make him uncomfortable. He's moving around the basket nice and easy smooth. The only big they really got on the Nuggets team right now is a joker. you got to come in there and get the game dirtied up. They need to go find Patrick Beverly and grow him another six or eight inches, mm -hmm. see if they can borrow him for a minute, and let's go beat – they're going to have to beat some people up in there. That's what's going to happen. But I just don't know if they have that type of team or anybody on that bench who actually can deal with AD. Right now, AD, if he plays like he's playing, uh, it, it's going to be really tough. The Lakers just look great today. That was the whole thing about it. Um, are they going to look great the rest of the year? We've seen them. We've seen them go into their lapses. So right now, kudos to them. They play great. I don't think there's a way you're going to really stop AD, but you got to harass him. You got to beat him up a little bit. That's the main thing you got to do. Yeah, you've talked about unstoppable. So let me give you some unstoppable numbers. Anthony Davis had 37 points. He was 12 for 21 on shooting, which meant he was 12 for 15 from the three-throw line. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah. He also pulled down 10 rebounds in 32 minutes. But who was also beside him was LeBron James. LeBron James had somewhat of a pedestrian night with a double-double with 15 points, 12 assists, and 6 rebounds in 30 minutes. Now, Jokic and Murray had 21 points apiece. But the problem was Jamal Murray was in foul trouble. And it started to collapse right around the third quarter where you thought they were going to come in and try and rein it back in after the half but they just couldn't get a rhythm. They could never find their rhythm and get back into this game. So right now, 
Are we saying that Jamal Murray is maybe the key to the Nuggets' success getting out of the series? No, the key is the Joker. And you call it Joker. That, that, that is Joker. That is the key to this. He has to stop going in there and being frustrated with what uh, JaVale McGee is doing. He has to stop being frustrated with what Superman is doing to him. And he needs to start attacking them and trying to put them in foul trouble. He needs to start pump faking around the basket, get those guys up in the air, and start getting them in foul trouble. He had JaVale McGee at three fouls right in the – I look like he had three fouls in five minutes. And then, um, and then Dwight Howard just came in and played phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. He just came in there and played. I was super surprised. Had he not played like that, we might have saw that the, the Nuggets would have been – because I'm going to tell you what, this game should have been out of hand well into the second quarter. They, the, the Lakers should have exploded, but they didn't. And the Nuggets just hung around. And you look up at half, it was just an 11-point league. And there was a couple of times, there was a couple of five-point plays, if it went the other direction, the Nuggets might have closed this down a little bit and put a little pressure on the Lakers. That didn't happen. The Lakers were playing free. Ray John Rondo was looking like, I don't know what, what Ray John Rondo that was. He hasn't played like that in a long time. So he, he was in, I believe, what, a Celtic uniform a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, they look pretty good. I mean, you know, this Lakers team looked great. Are they going to look great in game two? I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question because you had Catavius caught Will Pope with 18 points. Dwight Howard had 13. Kyle Kuzma, 11. Markeith Morris had nine. And Danny Green had eight. So the supporting cast really stepped up in this one. Yeah. And as you yeah, said, Dwight Howard really just took it to another level by being able to put back and just be in the paint, be active. The dominance yeah. in the paint for the Lakers, which was that was the thing that when you look at what was it that really took them to the next level? It was that paint dominant. The, yeah. the Lakers were able to extend their leads and just keep pushing it out. And as we said in the chat line, if the Lakers can just hold on in this fourth quarter, don't turn the ball over, just keep their lead, they'll cruise out of this game one with a victory. And that's what we saw tonight. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I'll tell you, you had the bigs. All the bigs were running. You had AD running. You had Kuzma running. You had Superman running to the basket. You get these seven-footers running up and down uh, down the court like gazelles. Um, The Nuggets don't really have a chance. So what they have to do now is that the Nuggets really have to get the ball moving a little bit more, really work those back cuts, and start trying to get these Lakers into foul trouble and make LeBron have to go put the Lakers on his back. Hopefully for the Nuggets that we don't see Ray John Rondo playing like he's playing, that Superman for some odd reason. You got to remember, too, he and JaVale McGee did not play at all against the Rockets. So what's happening right now is that you have guys who are fully rested. Now they got now they jumped around a little bit, and today they played hard today. Can they come with that same energy in game two? We'll see. Yeah, I think it goes back to what you said. If you can get Jokic to understand how important he is right now in this series, and yeah. it is important for him, it's crucial for him not to get in foul trouble as he moves forward and to put the bigs of the Lakers in foul trouble, that's something I think working out. Because in reality, you're looking at the fact that this just happened to the Nuggets a few days ago with the Clippers. They were jumped on, but you can look at what they did and how they were able to turn that series around methodically. And the one silver lining to all of this is that you have the Nuggets score 38 in a quarter. So you know they can score with the Lakers. They can keep up with them, but they have to have a concerted effort out of everybody. So I guess it's now a Michael Porter statement where then now you got to share the ball and share the wealth with everyone there. So I don't know. But moving forward, I think this is going to be a great series. I said it was going to be a seven-game series. We'll see shortly. All right, Jay. So, okay. Had a really good game. Had a really good game. We saw a lot of good, good basketball tonight. But let's talk about what's getting ready to happen this weekend. On Thursday, we saw a Browns and Bengals game that was a snore fest for the ages. We saw a rookie come out. And I mean, unless you're talking about fantasy, which we're going to talk about because we're now in the gridiron section, we're going to talk a little fantasy and we're going to talk about what's coming up for Sunday's game, slate of games. But I don't know. Cleveland. Cincinnati just doesn't do it for me. I don't even care 
if you're talking about showcasing rookies, OBJ, it doesn't matter. It really, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It's kind of like watching Mitchell Trubisky run. It really doesn't matter. Well, I think, to tell you the truth, though, I think we've got saw the emergence of a potential top five elite quarterback in Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow looked comfortable back there. He he had – his whole line was a sieve. There were people were coming in everywhere. We talked about the, the left tackle who was going to have to play against Miles Garrett, that uh, that was going to be a problem. Apparently it was. But Joe Burrow sat there. He looked at complete command of the game, threw the ball 61 times, 30 times too many. Uh, they, 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 they gave up on the run game. I don't know why they did that. But uh, Joe Burrow looked like he was in command. He wasn't shook. The biggest problem that he had when he was in LSU, he had the best players in the in the country playing for his team, and all of a sudden he got out here and the best players in the world were playing for the other team. And uh, he was just in trouble the whole time, but he looked like he was in command. You put some people around Joe Burrow, and you're going to have something over there. So I think the Bengals is on the upside. Baker Mayfield, I don't know. He didn't look – you know, like I said, he's Johnny Football over there. I don't think he's going to turn out to be – that great of a quarterback. And I'm going to tell you what, now I don't know if he's going to be that great of a backup. So we're going to wait and see what's going to happen. Um, he's still got some contract to go here, but uh, he's got too many weapons over there, uh, out there to, to uh, boy, ODB was targeted, what, four times? Yeah. Four, and he caught four balls for like 75 yards or something like that. Uh, Odell uh, is not going to be happy with that. So the first week he might be okay, Odell. It's probably happy, but pretty soon, uh, Odell is going to be hollering and screaming on the sidelines, and that's where you're going to see the implosion of the Browns. Yeah, I, I don't see this as being something that's going to be a long-term for great success with the Browns. I just, It's just something I don't see. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I could be yeah. wrong. But yeah, I, yeah. I'm not a big fan of what I see when it comes to the Browns and how they're going to move forward. So, you know what? Let's just jump right into it and talk about some of the games that we're going to see Sunday. <laughs> Yeah. So let's look at the Rams at the Eagles, man. And it's a lot to watch for. You always, when you're watching for the Rams, you're looking for Aaron Donald and you're looking for what he can do against a team. Is this a game, Jay, that you think is going to be a marquee game coming up? Or is this just, just a game that, hey, you know, if you can get Dallas Goddard in and get you some fantasy points, uh, yeah, that might be about your best bet. Oh, 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 well, we do have that uh, Wood signed a contract extension. Yeah, well, yay. Yay, okay. Okay, so <laughs> are we having any, we're not having any, not any luck with, no. Or, okay. I'm no, no, we, no, our, our, our guy hasn't been signed yet, so, you know, we haven't seen that happen yet, you know, uh, but he wants elite money, he should get elite money. Mm-hmm. No, Allen Robinson deserves elite money. He's one of the top four or five uh, wide receivers in, in, in the uh, league right now, and he needs to get paid. You know, I think he wants up around $20 million. The Bears are offering somewhere around $13, 14000000 $15 million. And uh, I think he's going he's gonna to hold out and try to get his cash. I think that's what's going to happen. Meantime, we were talking about the Rams. Uh, Jared Goff, man, looked good. He kept Dallas off balance uh, with what he was doing with those short throws. Um, he quicked up the pace. I mean, they, they looked, looked overall. I think this this, uh, this defense looks good with Aaron Donald. You know what I'm saying? I just think this the Rams are our team that's going to play well. You know, and it's a group that's been together for a while. They know what they're doing, and they got explosive players. So I'm really looking at the Eagles on the other side of it. Um, it always looks like uh, their quarterback, as good as he is, always looks bad. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't know if they just got a bad offensive line over there, a bad scheme, but – He's a guy who should be playing a lot better than what he's doing. So I think the I think the Rams are going to win this going away. You know, it's funny that you say that because Philadelphia is five zero and one against the spread, which would be against the Rams since two thousand six. So a lot of pundits have the Eagles sitting on top, but I'm with you. I'll say Rams twenty four, Eagles twenty one. Yeah. So let's move to the Falcons at the Cowboys, both at the bottom of their division right now. Nobody saw that one coming. So the 0-1 Falcons are at the 0-1 Cowboys. What are your thoughts about this game, Jay? You know, why Why did McCarthy pass on a, on a game-time field goal? Why would you do that? I just don't understand. Don't put 
Why? What are you doing over there? Dak should be winning, but I'm going to tell you what, I got him losing this ball game. I just do. For whatever reason, the Cowboys always put themselves in a hole. They can't get it figured out. You know, I, I, I said it last year, Dak is a stat filler. He looks great, but he just can't get it. He just can't get this team to win. They got everything that they possibly need, and I just don't see what's going on with them. But, you know, I don't understand what Mike McCarthy's doing over there. He, he, you know, you, you, you got you to kick the field goal, tie the game up. Well, you know, this is a really good game for fantasy because you've got a lot of fantasy players. You need, if you need Dak to play well, he's always going to be a pickup at your QB1. And you've got yeah. uh, Elliott, who's always going to be an RB1, regardless of what happens. But you've also got some sleepers there. You've got Amari Cooper. You've got C.D. Lamb. You've got some players who are going to be on that board anywhere from your wide receiver two to your wide receiver four. But yeah. if you're looking for a value pick, and that this is just our value pick, this is something we haven't even told anybody. I don't think we've told anybody. Have we told anybody? Well, I'm sure you're going to tell them now. Yeah, well, we're, we, we it's not Julio Jones. It's not Julio Jones. That's not no. who I'm looking at right now. If I'm looking at a wide receiver one from the Falcons, it's Calvin Ridley. That's who I'm looking at. Mm. That's who you mm. get some targets. That's who you're going to get some money for. So if I'm looking at it, I don't know – who's going to do what but we do know that calvin ridley has had five plus games of 75 yards or more with a touchdown that's a pickup for you i think that you should be looking forward on your fantasy team now moving forward we got the broncos at the steelers the 0-1 broncos and the resurgent revivalization of the steelers Woo! they look like the steel offensive curtain what do you think about this game, Jay? Is Ben Roethlisberger back? You know, he's back from the elbow, man. You had Benny Snell, who had a 100-yard-plus rushing day. Um, the thing that's scary about the, 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 the Steelers is that they play well enough for you to go, okay, let's, let's bet them a little bit, but you never think they're going to do anything in the playoffs. And I still feel the same way right now. I, I don't know if Roethlisberger's going to hold up. He looks like a guy who's a statue right now. At some point in time, he's going to get tagged. What is, what is he? What is this? 15, 16 years in that right now mm-hmm. for Roethlisberger? So it's just one of those situations that I think. Um, let me look at something else over here too. Uh, he should go. Uh, he threw for two hundred twenty-nine yards and three touchdowns. Right. And he had so the whole thing about it, he played really well, but Big Ben has a op, has a way to do that. But the problem is, you just don't see him winning the big games. And so within this ballgame right now, can Big Ben play well again? Yeah, but at some point in time, he's not going to. So I think you might have to go the other direction with this. I see the Steelers losing this one. You know, that's funny. I don't know what's going to happen when it comes to defense for the Broncos. I think the Broncos are going to get there with Von Miller out for the season and Chubb working his way back in. But you do have a Ben Roethlisberger that gave you 21.4 points last week. So if you're somewhere in there around 20 to 22, I think that's a good safe bet. He's a good QB1. And I don't know who's going to be in the backfield for the Steelers. Sometimes I don't think they know who's going to be in the backfield for the Steelers. (laughs) (laughs) But if you need a good flex option, I would always look to a Steelers running back to give you some good flex options. And I'm going to go along with you, Jay. But I'm going to say the Steelers pull out just uh, pull out by a squeaker 2020 i'll say let's say 2017 over the bronco all right the owen one jets and the owen one 49ers is anybody watching this game anybody no you know what san francisco was well looking to be a really good ball game they were ranked like number two in the power rankings last week Mm -hmm. so now you got look aside from you, you got Raheem Morissette, mm-hmm. um, you got guys out here who can really Debo Samuel. You got all these guys out here that can ball out, but Jimmy G got to go out here and get it done. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy G's got to go get it done. He had what he had uh, uh yeah what four catches, 41 yards on 11 targets. That's what Brandon Ayuk got. So the whole thing about it is you got to get these balls to these wide receivers and let these guys go and eat. Jimmy G's got to go do that. He's supposed to be the heir apparent to Tom Brady, but he just looks – I think he just might be pretty and not just pretty good because he looks good sometimes, but sometimes, man, 
you look at Jimmy G and you go, well, okay. You know what I'm saying? But he's got the big contract. You got to pay him. Yeah, you've got to pay him and you've got to put him in a position to win. It's amazing what you see from the 49ers. It's almost a reversal. You think of them as a great team, but then you keep watching them and you say there are flaws and there are a lot of things going on here. But one thing I can say, if you are a Jets fan, avoid any running back they have. I don't care who it is. Yeah. I don't care what their receiving core is. Avoid it because right now, Jamison Crowder might be out of the game. And this is someone who accounted for over 40% of their offensive load last week. So if I were you and I saw Sam Darnold as my opposing uh, QB1, I would be really happy in understanding I'm probably going to walk out of there with a win. So I say 49ers 24, Jets 6. All right, Jay, so let's move on to the Vikings at the Colts. The 0-1 Vikings move on to the 0-1 Colts. Is there any hope for anybody being able to survive in the running back committee for the Colts? I don't know, man. The Colts have had a really bad run with their running backs lately. Nobody's really stepped up, and I don't think no one really has the opportunity to do so. Um, you, you got you got the young quarterback over there that that could be leading them uh, and playing really well, but right now they just don't have really have a run game. And you got to me, if you don't have a run game, you got to stay away with them because I don't think they could they could generate enough offense in the air to make it happen. I mean, it's just you know it's scary. I, they got worse when Chuck Pagano left, just like the Bears defense did. Well, Chuck Pagano got here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's weird. It's the way that this whole thing is rotating. But I'm looking at a Vikings team that that just ran into a buzzsaw last week when they played the Packers. I don't think they expected that. I don't think the Packers expected that. But I do think they right the ship. And against Phillip Rivers and whoever is his running back and T.Y. Hilton, I think that you're going to get a resurgent, resurgent, Minnesota team and I think Adam Thielen's going to have a big game I don't think anybody's going to be able to cover him out of the slot or yeah. in the one or two position I say that Adam Thielen should give you about 120 yeah I'm saying it. I'm making a bold prediction I'm saying no, he's going to be prediction. running all over the field I say 120 yards and two touchdowns that's what I said oh okay <laughs> that's a big fantasy day i hope so i hope so but, too because he's on my team I, but, and i need him but he ain't on my team no that's you you're drinking all the kool-aid because you made it that's what it is that's right actually i do need uh ty hilton to come up and do something because actually yeah. i could have won last week had he given me anything more than nothing so he gave me nothing so i'm looking at this as a i don't know vikings 28 let's say Colts 21. Let's go with that. So, okay. hey, I, I'm just saying, man, I'm just putting it out there. I, people may not like it, but I'm just saying from what I see. I'm seeing an 0-1 Lions at the Packers. Uh, Jay, can the Packers be stopped? No. <laughs> they cannot be stopped. Aaron Rodgers is mad. He has one right, he has one right receiver up there, and they've given him no help. And uh, he, he's he's a mad he's a mad fella up there right now, and he's he, he, when he gets mad, he's gonna start throwing the football over the place. Uh, we saw what Detroit had last week. Um, they should have beat the Bears. Um, the Bears got lucky all the celebration they're doing, and that was a touchdown that was dropped in the end zone, a game winner. Um, you know they they ran well against the Bears, mm -hmm. but I don't think they're going to be able to do that against the uh, uh, against uh, the team up north that I don't want to name because somehow or another, I think they're going to whip our behind all year. Um, but I'm just looking at it from the standpoint that uh, I don't know if they can generate enough offense to stay with Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is going to light up the scoreboard. Yeah, I'm looking at a, a team now. If the Lions defense is still down a corner, uh, starting quarter, and they're Or not two or three, them, yeah. You're down to your third string guys. You're down to practice squad guys. And you've got to play man coverage against Aaron Rodgers. And if you show him the same looks they showed to uh, Mitchell Trubisky, they're going to get destroyed. I mean, they're yeah. going to get no. obliterated. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and then you've got, oh, my God. I, the one year. Now, I'll say this. I'll say this. And I'm, 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 I'm kind of upset. 
uh, Devontae Adams, the one year I didn't pick him at all for any reason. I was like, nope, not going to do it to me three years in a row. Not going to do it to me. Uh, he goes out and gives you over 40 points last week in fantasy. So if you've got Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams, congratulations to you for winning at least your league for the next two or three weeks. Yeah, because after week eight, it's all going to go away. Yeah, because somebody's going to get gimped up. There's no oh, doubt yeah, about that. Yeah, But in this one, I say the Packers 42, the Lions 21. 42 holy smokes oh it's gonna be it's gonna look if you give aaron Rodgers one-on-one coverage man coverage all day and you can't disguise anything it's it's never stopping him it's it's not gonna be stopping him it's gonna it's gonna be a a terror fest but i tell you what's gonna be a fest and this is gonna be i'm looking forward to this games i don't know why i'm looking forward to this game in particular it is the owen one panthers at the 0-1 Bucks. So, Jay, you are the resident TB12 aficionado. What do you think about Bucks Panthers? Uh, I'm pretty sure this is a tough week down in Tampa Bay. Uh, they're not going to look as bad as they looked last week. I'm sure they're going to be on page. I think you'll get an offensive explosion. I think they just ran into a really good Saints team. Uh, had there been any other team other than the Saints, a, a mid-level team, I think the Bucks would have last that game, won that game anyway. So I'm looking right now, Tampa Bay is going to bounce back, and I got them winning this ball game. Okay. Well, I see the Teddy Bridgewater, who's doing exceptional things. Well, as far as exceptional can go, he's passing well. But you know who's not playing an exceptional game is Christian McCaffrey. It was not a great day for fantasy owners last weekend with Christian McCaffrey. I think the Bucks are going to be able to do a lot of the same stifle him up probably hold you under whatever his projected score is but there are some wide receivers that i think teddy bridgewater can get to i'm going to use this as my pick em game i'm going to say panthers 24 tampa bay 21 wow okay yeah well it sounded good okay. when i said it. It sounded good when it, when i heard the horn but this okay. one, this one sounds better. The one and old Bills at the zero and one Dolphins. Is there any reason why anyone should watch this game? Who's not a loved one or family member? Is there? I thought they were playing in the. A, I thought they were playing the ACC. Are they playing in the Big Ten? I think they start their season this year, don't they? <laughs> so, no, they probably. I'm shouldn't. not. I'm not. I'm not watching that. I'm not talking about that one. Listen, I'm just gonna say it real quick. Bills. 28 Dolphins 6. Okay. All right. <laughs> you just pulling numbers out the hat on that one. That what it yeah. is? Now I just couldn't even <laughs> I couldn't even invest myself like we're just, we're just like uh, no. I don't know who's playing. Who, who who's playing? I don't know. Yes, yeah. Jaguars number 1 and they're 1 and 0 at the 1 and 0 Titans. Somebody's got to lose. This is a battle of Titans. Jay, who wins out of Jaguars and Titans? I like the Tennessee Titans in this one. I think I think they're going to be. I think they're going to play well. They got the good, a good offensive scheme. I think right now everybody's getting everything tied in, getting ready to go. Um, they had that first big contact, and so they're down. They're good to go. I, I like the Titans in this one. Yeah, I like the Titans in this one. I like Derrick Henry, even though there are predictions he probably won't hit the hundred yard rushing mark for whatever yeah. reason. People have thought that. You have to think over the last five games against the Jaguars, he has averaged nearly 500 total rushing yards. I don't see that happening or changing anywhere from that Mm -hmm. stream. So I say I'm looking at a close game, but one where the Titans are victorious. I say Titans 24, Jaguars 17. All right, Jay, that leads us back to, hey, the Eli, oh, that's right. He's not playing anymore. I was going to say the Eli Manning-led Giants at the Chicago Bears. Do you care? Um, You know, this is why I did not want to have happen what happened last week. This is the reason why, and I'm going to tell you why. Because now you have a Chicago team fan base who thinks that Chicago is actually a good football team. What's the spread? The spread. What? 
What's the spread? The spread's five and a half. So Chicago, yeah. Chicago's giving five and a half. Is yeah. this what they're their favorites? Well, you know Chicago is one in six in the past seven games as the favorite. So that's the betting line. And when you look at the spread for them, I mean, it, they suck. That I mean, well, it no, just it, it they suck. I don't. The know whole problem is the whole problem. That fourth quarter explosion with those three touchdown passes. Nobody's being fooled by that. Um, nobody, nobody's being fooled by that. We're looking at a situation. Mitch Trubisky's what he is. That's those first three quarters. That's what he is. We're gonna see more of the same. I want to watch the Chicago Bears lose this one. Yeah, I'm looking at this now. I don't say they're gonna lose it, and I'm only saying that to you because. Last week, Mitchell Trubisky gifted those owners who had him, the very few percentage of the world who had Mitchell Trubisky, he gave them 25 points last week. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's done before. I mean. But the whole problem was is that if if, he, if he's in a two-minute type offense and he can solo out receivers and he could just – they're going to bracket Allen Robinson. They're going to take that away from him and make him read that read around the field. That's what they're going to do. You're going to take away his, his best wide receiver. Now he's got to check down. He does not his game is checking down. So I really think we're going to see more of the same. They're going to make him think, try to make him stay in the pocket, stand tall, deliver the football. That's not what he does. So we're going to see what's going to happen. Um, you know, I, I, the Giants uh, still got to get going. They got to get Juju Smith-Schuster going. What he caught six passes with six targets for sixty-nine yards and two touchdowns. Wait, so you, you you're you're putting Juju Smith? Have you traded him already? Yeah. Any of giant? <laughs> uh, sir, I don't, I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's what you're looking for. He's not a giant. No, he's not a giant. What is he? What is he now? Juju Smith. Juju Smith's not a giant. He's not a giant. Is he a giant? When, I thought he was a giant. When did Juju become a giant? I just I want you to find out when Juju became th- a giant. I thought he was. I thought he was a giant. He's not a giant. Why would you think Juju was a giant? Okay, so I'm reading right here. The Giants apparently haven't fixed the problem. Juju Smith-Schuster caught six passes on six targets. Juju Smith-Schuster is not a giant. Oh, so maybe he is. I mean, I'm reading it saying that he's a giant. Oh. I I, I have I have it here on my trusty, dusty uh, <laughs> <laughs> old-school laptop that I got to keep plugged in because I don't have the battery for it. But, uh... That's what I use for my stats. And that's what it says. Uh, I'm looking at it again because Shaquan Barkley just had six rushing yards. Like, we were right about that, right? So I'm yes. on the right month? Yes. yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster is a New York football giant, sir. Yes, he is. You know... <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's late. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's go over this again. You know they played the Giants last week, the Steelers. Okay, so why the Giants apparently haven't fixed the problem. Bears put him in the slot throughout the game and let him eat. Mm. So who are they playing this week? The Bears are playing the Giants. The Bears are playing the Giants. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now who, who did the Bears play last week? The Bears played last week the Lions. If I okay, so what's the problem with the Giants right now? I'm not understanding your thought process here. I, I'm not I'm... understanding because Juju Schuster is still a Pittsburgh Steeler. Is that is that true? Okay. Let me All let right. me look and see. I'm just saying to you, I don't see when he became uh, a, a Giant. I know they played them last week. But yeah, last it's time late. I checked, yeah, it's late. Let's keep going. Okay, well, all right. Regardless of the fact, I I think, yeah, Giants, Bulls, Bears, Giants, Bears. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. So, but I do think that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where are you getting your information from? What? That it's gonna be bad? Okay. Okay. So, who are the Packers playing? What? Packers are playing who? The Packers are, are playing the, Packers the Lions. Are? Now you're going to tell okay, me the, Juju's with the Lions. No, I'm telling you then that Juju's playing for the New York Giants. I'm telling you that's who he's playing for. That's what it says. 
That's what it says on my trusty dusty computer over here. That's what it says How right now. How old is your computer, Jay? It's very old. <laughs> it's very old, but but it pulls up stuff. Are, are you sure it's pulling up stuff? I don't I don't think okay. it's pulling up the right stuff. I'm almost sure it's not pulling up the right stuff. I don't know what All it's right, pulling so, up. It's not pulling up the right stuff. Now, right, so that, was he traded yeah. last night? I don't know. Who cares? Let's go. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Let me let me look over here and see what let me see what's going on here. Let me see. Oh, oh, oh my Browns. Oh my Jesus. Oh my Lord. So okay, what's going are, on? you got a do you have a score for the uh, the Giants and the, the Bears? No, I don't even know who's playing. Well, hold on. Let me see. Let me see where Juju's at right now. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it with you anymore. I can't because you're just ridiculous. But I tell you one game that I'm looking forward to see is the game of the youngsters. It's called the Youngster Bowl. It's Washington at the Cardinals. Are you ready for Youngster Bowl to come up and be in your in your the one and one Washington Washingtons and then the one and old Arizona Cardinals. You know what oh, you could call Washington? The Boom Boom Washingtons. <laughs> but that's that's that reference. That's that reference that a lot of young people are not gonna Oh, get. I'm just I'm was waiting for you to say that because a lot of young people aren't gonna get that one. So I'm just saying, hey, if you got Terry, uh wait, wait, wait. Are you still looking to find out? Yeah, because I'm just bugging the hell out of me right now. It, it, I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I'm I'm just sleepy. I just misread that. I don't know why I did that. Uh, there's a game we uh-huh. took against the Broncos. Juju hauled in six receptions. Oh, we played against the Broncos. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, I misread that line. Okay. I, I looked at it too. I was reading like so he played for the Giants. I'm like, he played for the Giants. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know they're playing football. Okay, so who are we talking about now? Uh, Dwayne Haskin, the Washington uh, Washington. Why? Why are we talking about Dwayne Haskin? Because why are we doing they're, that? They're a one and O team going against another one and O team. You've got Arizona with DeAndre Hopkins and and Larry Fitzgerald who's still playing, and then you got Dwayne Washington. What did Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins? Do and then league? you got Dwayne Haskins and Terry McLaurin. Two oh, people me, me, I've me, never heard of before in my life. I'm me, just teasing. Let me, me, let me look at my trusty Dusty over here. Let me see what my trusty oh, Dusty man. says about Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Let me see what he's doing right now. Oh, no. Uh, Not again. Let's see. We're, uh, we're trying did, to get through yeah. this. We're almost through it. I mean, I don't know. No, we don't know because I'm just trying to see what's going on here because my mm-hmm. trusty Dusty – let me see what's going on. Uh, Washington Cardinals, Washington, not the Washington Cardinals or Cardinal Washington. No, nah, they want to be the could, Washington Cardinals. You could confuse that, they, like Cardinal Washington. <laughs> what? He's, he's, he's in the Archdiocese or yes. something like that? What? Yes, Cardinal no. Washington is an NFL player that just came from the Archdiocese. You know what? They they could they could be like the Washington Senators. Mm-hmm. Even though it used to be a, they used to be a a uh, a baseball team way back in the day. Animal. Um, I don't know what they're gonna call. It. No, the Senators are a baseball oh, team. That's right. I thought way back in the day. Yeah. Way way back. In the day. Maybe they could be uh, the Washington Why Nots. You know. <laughs> Anything like that. Okay. I'm really, I'm really bugged. I didn't know where Juju Smith Schuster was at. That really started, I should know that. I don't know why I thought he was over there. Well, I was so convinced about that. You were. Are you ready for the slob knocker bowl? The slob knocker bowl. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the Ravens uh, and the Texans. Are you ready for the slob knocker bowl? Because yeah, I have a bad, bad feeling, man. I got, woo, baby. I got a bad feeling for Deshaun. It's going to get. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, you know, he, he got paid all that money, but the one thing he didn't do was put anything around him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that that is going to be a problem. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. He's going to be running for his life, but at least he's going to be paid. Yeah, it, well, he's, he's going to be paid because he's going to need that for hospital bills. But I call this one as a close one, too. Not as close as what we saw with the Texans and the Chiefs, if you consider that close. But I don't know who's going to corral 
uh, the Ravens quarterback. I just oh yeah, he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a great game like he always does. You know what I'm saying? He, he just I don't know. But the problem is the Texans. They're gonna need they're gonna need some help from their defense. A lot of help from their defense. Mm-hmm. But they got got Zach Cunningham over there. Yeah. He just got a four. He just got a four-year contract extension over there. I think he's making like fourteen and a half million dollars over four years. That's a lot of money for a linebacker. Yeah. Now, the one thing you always have to keep an eye on with the Ravens is what they're doing in the running game. They like to yeah. spread the wealth in the running game. So, if you've got a Ravens running back, it's probably going to be good for you. But at the same time. The only player I'm really looking at in fantasy from this game itself is going to be Lamar Jackson or Will Fuller because you're going to get one of those two is going to have a great game. I'm you know not what? really sure with Deshaun Watson. You know what, though? Can, can Lamar Jackson stay healthy running that RPO-type offense in the NFL? At some point in time, one of these really big angry men on the other side is going to hit him and hit him hard and often. We we saw what happened to RG three. We saw these running quarterbacks do not last in the NFL, and I'm just waiting to see. Saw what happened to Cam. They ran Cam what 15 times last week. They keep running Cam. Cam ain't gonna make it three weeks. Right. So I mean, is our I mean, are we looking at a guy who uh, his legs kept him out of trouble last year, and now you're gonna have guys trying to light him up this year? They're not going to let Lamar Jackson just run all over the place like he's been doing. That's not going to happen. Right. They're not going to let him keep doing it, but I think he's going to do it tomorrow, and he's going to put in some work. I say the Ravens 28, the Texans 21. And I'm I still bugged about Juju. Oh, I know that. I thought I, I thought I don't know why I thought he was with the, oh, with the Giants. Look at him reading like – Always with the Giants. Well, just because it's, you know, past midnight and we're trying to mm-hmm. – for you people out here, let me tell you what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. We're putting out this content. We're getting it out there for you so we can be out there tomorrow at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. This will be up. And we're out here for you, but it's, um, and we're past the midnight hour right now recording this after this Lakers game. And I just want to let you know um, – Somehow Juju Smith Schuster is now a uh, Miami Heat starting guard. <laughs> All right, I okay. He probably is, and they're probably yeah. he'll probably be on their championship. You know what? He probably yeah. He'd be he'd be good on that team because you know those guys are terrible. You know what? Uh, you know I was watching today. Um, uh, Game of Zones. I was watching some of that today, oh, and I went back to I went back to season six. Mm-hmm. With with Jimmy when Jimmy Butler first they first start bringing Jimmy Butler out like that crazy Jimmy oh. Butler oh. oh yeah oh with with Tom Thibodeau they had Tom, Tom on the run and Tom's like man he's a, this is the greatest play the greatest practice we ever had all of a sudden he starts seeing hearts being snatched out heads cut that was so funny man that was it was great yeah it was great Sire uh, Butler I, is crazy. Yeah, I was sitting. I was I was sitting laughing out loud in the Mariano's parking lot, and some homeless guy just kept walking by and staring at me like I had a problem. <laughs> well, I guess he yeah. thought you did because he yeah. was going to ask you what is your prediction for Chiefs Chargers. Oh, are you ready for the CC Bowl? I don't think you can pick. I don't think you can pick against the Chiefs at all. No. I mean, all you can do is, all you can do is, are you going to, you know, are you going to take the over every time? Because yeah, nobody, nobody showed me yet that they can stop Patrick Mahomes. Well, nobody showed me that now they can stop their rookie running back. If you got well, Hilaire, yeah. you got a pro- And now you don't know from week to week who's going to do what. Everybody's going out running, getting Sammy Watkins. Let me tell you something. You better pump the brakes, yeah. Jack. Yeah. Because you don't know next week. It might be a hold. Unless it's Travis Kelsey, unless it's yep. Patrick Mahomes, or unless it's a running back that you know for sure is their lead cow, I wouldn't do it. Don't do it with the yeah. Chiefs. Yeah, I'll don't do it. Because the Chiefs are feast of famine. Either either Tyreek Hill is going to eat or he ain't going to eat. Right. You know he, he's going to get targeted three times and he's going to have twenty two yards, mm-hmm. or he's going to get targeted fifteen times and he's gonna go for one fifty and three touchdowns. That's just how he operates. You know, if you've got Tariq right there, that's a good that's a good pickup there. I mean you've got a good four, but the Kansas City Chiefs work with a Trinity. It is Mahomes, it's Kelsey, 
it's their running back if they've got one. And in fact, it doesn't really have to be Kelsey. If you got Mahomes and you got a good running back, uh, they may want to live. And maybe that's what they're going to do this year is limit a lot of the exposure that you're going to have with Mahomes with him having to take shots. So you're just going to keep dumping it off. Just keep dumping, keep yeah. dumping. And I don't see the Chargers stopping the Chiefs in any way, shape, form, or fashion. No. So I'm going to say Chiefs 38, Chargers 12. So, hey, man, we're getting right on down the line. We're getting ready to go to Patriots, Seahawks. It's the battle of the one-two step against the, oh, no, I made a misstep. I like See, I put yeah. that. I did that. I did. No, you know what? One, you, sir, you, sir, the one, two step. Did you actually, you know, don't do this, dear. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> you see how fast I did that. Dude. Yeah, don't do this. Here. Don't do this. Here. I, I, I thought that was, I thought that was fresh. You know, you look, <laughs> you look like Paula Abdul. I just want to let you know. Did you <laughs> have you seen her commercial? She was, yeah, she looks pretty good. Yeah, she was twenty-one doing the steps. Now she's fifty-one doing the steps. She can still dance, man. 61. That's you know, it, 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 like her and J Lo. Her and J Lo keep it dancing good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're in their fifties and they still move real well. They're probably taking that Jinko Bobo, whatever that is, for the joints, and uh, <laughs> you know, whatever that's called. And uh, they're moving. They move around really well, man. You know, you're in your 50s. You ain't supposed to be able to one-two step like that, even though that's not her song. But, you know, well, she's, she's she dances good. I know who's going to need a lot of ginkola and a lot of joint glucosamine, and that's that's going to be Cam Newton. You think Cam? Oh, man, I'm telling you now. You keep running Cam out there like you did when he was in the Panthers. Oh, okay, uh, Billy. Yeah, I, 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 mm. I don't think they're going to run Cam like that. I think they're going to try to sit Cam in the pocket and let him throw the football, though. They, they, they know they can't run Cam like that. Yeah. The only, are, these, you know, the only problem is you don't Patriots. know who they their tight ends are or their receivers or their running backs. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. That's why, that's why time left. Yeah, I would have left too. But uh, I tell you who's great, uh, the Seahawks. Nobody is giving Russell Wilson, uh, Wilson his respect. He's a yeah. great, he's a great quarterback. I, he, he's, a, he's the MVP candidate, no doubt, this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think I think he's been overlooked for MVP a number of times. And I think right now it's his time. And they're they're letting him throw the football. They ran the ball less than twenty times mm-hmm. in that first week. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's a guy that uh, he's showing them with his arm, man. I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna beat you in the air, and they're just letting him do it. And he's a strong, strong from a strong run team. For Pete Carroll to just say, "Hey, just throw whatever you want to throw. Just do whatever you want to do." I think that's a testament yeah. to the strength of. Russell Wilson, and I'm looking at a very – I'm looking at a tough one with him. But I say Seahawks, 32. Patriots, 28. You think the Patriots are going to score 28 on the Seahawks ball club? Yes. Oh, there's no way they're scoring 28 points. Because I'm saying that Cam Newton is running for three touchdowns. Cam News is going to get clacked. That ain't going to happen. You I didn't know, say he's he not was going to survive. I just said he was running for three touchdowns. And no, he 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 had his heyday last week, and they're going to he's going to get bushwhacked. So he needs to stay in the pocket, <laughs> throw the football. <laughs> and the last game we're going to look at is the Monday night game with the Saints at the Raiders. Uh Jay, what's wrong with the Las Vegas Raiders right now? I mean, I don't get what's going on with their QB situation. Maybe it's something I'm not seeing. Shouldn't their quarterback well, be better than he is right now? The problem with them is that, you, you know, you got a team who moved to another town. They really don't have their identity yet. And then you don't really know how any ball club is going to be right now because there's no preseason. Mm-hmm. So I, you really can't evaluate these ball clubs until a, a, another couple of games have went by. You know, now if he looks like this in, in week four, now that's when you look at it and go, okay, now maybe we have a problem. But right now, you don't know. These guys don't even know the offense, basically. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it's it's one of those situations right now. Teams who have been together a long time are going to play well together because they know the playbook. You got these other teams that have been put together, moved around, everything else like that. 
they, you know, they got they got a way to go before they catch up. Everybody should be caught up by week four, though. Yeah, they should be. But, you know, I'm looking at the Vegas team with Josh Jacobs. I think that's going to be a really good – he's going to be a really good as, – as this keeps going and moving forward, I think he's going to be really good for the Las Vegas – it's hard for me to say that. The Las yeah. Vegas Raiders. But you know what, though? It's, it's a cool thing that the Raiders are in Vegas. You know, they're sort of – that's the right team to be down there. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't you don't want the Dolphins to be down there and that just wouldn't make sense to yeah. <laughs> the Las Vegas Dolphins. Yeah. That just wouldn't make sense. It's not gonna be a good team. Well, I will say this. If you have Michael Thomas on your fantasy team, make sure that you're replacing him at your wide receiver one. He will be inactive for Monday's game. And so if he's inactive, I think that means you're gonna see a lot of ground and pound with the Saints. Yeah. And I think they keep it a very close one. I say Saint 17, the Raiders 14. All right, Jay, so let's hop into it, man. Let's talk about it. Before we get ready to get out of here, we got to talk about a Boston implosion, a Boston meltdown, a Boston baked bean gone bad. (laughs) I threw that one in there. I thought that was... (laughs) Wow. I mean, you know, when it, when it gets past the midnight hour for you, sir, you just, you just come up with all types of stuff. And I'm on slow and stupid right now. So I'm like going, hey, that sounded pretty good. Oh, you just said Boston Baked Bean. Yeah. You know? Boston Baked Bean. Going oh, bad. they got baked, man. They, they were up 17, man. And this is the second mm-hmm. time in a row they let a team come back and claw their way back. You got Marcus Smart acting a fool, tearing up the locker room. Because, mm-hmm. um, because you know, one of the reasons why that was because he took an ill-advised three-pointer mm-hmm. um, late on in the game where he shouldn't have took it, mm-hmm. you know, and you got all the other three-pointers here shooting 50% of the field. Mm-hmm. Feed the ball to the guys that are hitting the, hitting the shot half the time, mm-hmm. you know, but he's just jacking up threes because that ain't his game, you know. So I don't know, man. I, I think I think a lot of middle – I think when they go down again, I think you're going to see Jimmy Butler and the crew put the stake in their heart and it's going to be over with. You mentioned it last recording or maybe two recordings ago on our last show i'm almost sure you said if gordon hayward doesn't play yeah uh, he should be sent to jupiter i think that's yeah. what you said yeah There's something like that yeah. they need they they need gordon hayward back in the worst way mm-hmm. right now because they need that stability they need that guy who's going to, who's going to give them that scoring punch somebody they can go to Jason Tatum is trying to do it all on his own, but he has he has a cast of misfits over there, literally without without Jason Hayward, and so now um, Gordon Hayward, I'm sorry, and so now you got Jimmy Butler's got those guys believing, you know yeah, he's in the that's game. Funny they they've been saying they believe in each other. They they feel yeah. confident. They're, they they trust each other. He's hit him with the post. Well, no, they're scared of Jimmy. <laughs> they don't trust nobody. They're scared of Jimmy. He's Sergeant Elias. What was that? He was Sergeant. Was that with um? Oh, what's the movie? Was it Apocalypse Now or was it um? Oh, one of them. He reminds me of Tom Berenger in Platoon. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Platoon. That's what. That's what I'm looking for. Tom Berenger in Platoon. Dude. What was it, Sergeant? Was it Sergeant Barnes? Yeah, Sergeant Barnes. Sergeant Barnes. He, it was Sergeant Barnes in Platoon. That's who that's who Jimmy Butler is right now. And if you don't play well, he will leave you in the bush like William Defoe. Right, right. He'll shoot you and leave you in the bush. You know what I'm saying? He, hey, Jimmy Butler's got him scared to death, and they're playing out of their mind. Absolutely. Because Jimmy's taking people's hearts. He's just taking people's hearts. He's from the west side of Wakanda, and, you know, they don't, they, they don't let him come over to the regular side too often. And uh, he's mad. Uh, you know, hey. Jimmy, it's 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 a Jimmy's got everybody scared right now. So let's ask this about when we're we're talking about Marcus Smart. You just talked about him, and he's been in the starting lineup. So for Gordon Hayward to come back, do you have a conversation with Marcus Smart and say, "Hey, Marcus, would you like to, you know, sit down over there and let Gordon get back in his groove?" Or do you just tell Gordon Hayward sit on the bench and wait? And no, 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 no. Marcus Smart shouldn't be starting for that ball club, right? He should be coming off the bench. He's a bench guy. That's what he was and what he is. Now you got Gordon Hayward, who's been gimped up. He's been gimped up for the last couple of seasons now. 
And if he comes out, he's just smooth. He's just smooth guy. He's got the perfect hair, and he's a guy. He's an offensive. He's an offensive juggernaut. He's going to go and score points for you. You know, Marcus Smart manufactures points for you. He does the dirty work for you. He reminds you a lot of. Um, uh, I can't think of the kid guy right now. Um, I'll come to me in a minute. But he reminds you of a guy who's just going to keep battling and keep battling, keep scraping with you, Patrick Beverly. He reminds you of a guy like that. You know what I'm saying? He's just going to keep scratching with just a better offensive game. But right now, these Celtics, man, I think they just don't believe. And I believe they see Jimmy Jimmy Butler and the crew coming over the hill. And uh, Jimmy, you know what it reminds you of? Jimmy, Jimmy Butler reminds you of Freddy Krueger. You keep trying to kill him, and he just keeps coming back. You know, he, he's, probably, he's probably going boo. Running around, <laughs> running around the Disney complex with a ghost costume, just popping up in their windows, going boo and scaring them. Our that's what that's really that scared of Jimmy Butler. Hey, that guy! Look, don't, do you ever see anybody push back on Jimmy Butler? No, I've seen yeah, you know? three players push back on him. Three: Tobias Harris, uh, the boy at um, the Pacers, T.J. Warren. Yeah, and Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Those yeah, were the three. But they're all out the same ilk, though. What I'm yes. saying is that they, you're, it's you're all average, gone bad for them. Right, and you're all well-skilled well, um, offensive players in the league. Do not challenge Jimmy Butler because he will shut you down on the defensive end, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a nasty defender, and he'll put the elbow on you. He'll hit you. He's going to talk crazy, pull out his mouthpiece. You know, and say something crazy to you as he's walking away. That's what he does. You know, Jim, Jimmy's a, a a wild type of guy. He's got this team playing real wild. You know, even LeBron will defer when it comes to a lot of time. With Jimmy Butler, he just walks away. You saw that with the Bulls. He's just, yeah. just like, nope. Mm-mm. No, they don't want none of Jimmy. Jim, Jimmy's that guy. Jimmy's that guy. You don't want you don't want nothing to do with Jimmy. You know, and he's getting bigger. You see them shoulders on Jimmy now. You don't want to mess with Jimmy. Jimmy's oh, gonna beat you up. The backside of a barn. So, yeah, he's gonna beat you up. Okay. If Gordon Hayward can't go, should you just send him home from the bubble? No. I mean, you got you got to hope at some point in time he's gonna be able to play. Well, I mean, he's not gonna have too much time. If they go up three games, look, that that, that Gordon Hayward thing, that shit may sell. And you're gonna have to send Errol Flynn back home. Hey, you know what? But this ball club, you shouldn't be up double digits and get and get caught. Well, you did, you know, and it happened, and it was real. And JT is not looking like Jason Tatum; he's looking like JT from Cool in the Gang, and it's getting bad. So they're gonna oh. cherish their love and get the heck on out of there because it's all—it's getting hot, too hot. It's too hot. These, these late night reactions, man. I'm telling you, it's too hot. It just gets—it just hot. gets sillier and sillier. Yeah, well, it's getting too hot in there for them, Jack. And I'm gonna tell you now. It gets anybody, it gets a little bit more hotter. They're going to be on fire. They're playing like yeah. they're running into a brick house. I'm going to tell you what, though. If, if this Miami Heat jumps on them early, mm. this could be this could be over and done quick. You're going to see a lot of fighting going on the floor. Mm. Come on, baby. Come here, baby. Let my fire. Do you want to do it? And, oh, your desire. Jimmy no. Just, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. But yeah, that's not how it goes. Yeah, no, you can stop doing that. Don't do that. Don't, don't ever do that again. <laughs> I thought that's how it went. Come on, baby, baby, gonna let me punch your fire. That's not how it went, man. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. At, I'm, I'm, I went back to MTV and started watching the video in my head. Mm, okay, yeah, okay. Well, in your video, did you see Jimmy Butler throwing somebody over the, the visiting bench? Yeah. Oh man, no, no. Can you know imagine what? Imagine Jimmy I, Butler throwing you into like the 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 audience screen. Just. Yeah, right. I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler is going to be over there behind the people's behind, behind the Celtics bench during timeouts. Just sit up there with, with a knife in his mouth, talking about you coming back out here. You coming back out here? I'll see you on the other side. You know, I just had that picture of him in my head from the game of zones. Oh, when dude, he had that dude. axe in his hand. Right, and he's just whacking. Yes. 
that, that the game of zones is so good, man. It's just hilarious. Exactly. Okay. So we got to get ready to get out of here, man. So but before yeah. we go, you got to leave the people with something hot. <sighs> hey, man, look, like I've told people before, and I'm going to tell them again. All right. The COVID-19 has got people crazy in their house. And you got to start wearing pants when you're doing your work on on the on the internet. You got to start putting some pants on. Because now you guys just don't care anymore. You're standing up in your tidy whities. You got, you know, you you got you got your you got your wife running around with a with a with a gown open in the back. And y'all just at this point in time, y'all just don't care. You know what I'm saying? You just you just and you, and you please dress up for work in your house. Stop I'm stop sitting there in your hangs and your house slippers and you're throwing all your goodies all over to everybody, all potential clients. Stop doing it. Just put on some clothes. Yeah, go well, to work. Okay, that is something to leave people with because yeah. now I've got to go and put on some clothes. Oh, I'm just wearing a shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need. <laughs> that's all you need on Sizzle Radio because it's so hot yeah. you don't need pants. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Oh, my God. Uh, on that note, I think it has come time to say – a sweet adieu to everyone and all of our listeners. And remember, if you're following us at hashtag skillet underscore sports, you're doing a wonderful job because you are following the best, baby. You're following yeah. the hottest sports talk in the 219. We are the sizzle, and we will see you on the other side. Did you know that you can listen to Iron Skillet Radio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor? It's easy. Look for Iron Skillet Sports or hashtag Skillet underscore sports for our latest episodes. We are Iron Skillet Sports. The best tips, links, wings, and burgers in Gary? You gotta go to Phenomenal Ribs, located at 1101 Broadway in your Gary, Indiana. You can call, they'll get your stuff together right away. 219-702-4414. That's 219-702-4414. Monday through Thursday, they're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to midnight. And Sundays, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. right after church, baby. You can go up there and get you. You tried the rest, so now try the best. Phenomenal ribs, the most phenomenal ribs in the region. The scent for you. Experience the region's best place for fragrances, body oils, shea butter, and African black soap. Visit them at either of their two locations at the Savemore Plaza, 921 Broadway, or Fresh County Market, 2550 Arthur Street, both in Gary, Indiana. Give them a call at area code 219-512-4753. The Scent for You, the number one source for premium-grade fragrances. Also look for them at thescentforyou.com. Thank you for listening to The Sizzle, the hottest sports talk in the 219, here on Iron Skillet Television and Iron Skillet Radio.